Thank you for joining me on the You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I am Jackie Henderson, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor with a specialization in holistic and somatic practices. On this podcast, we have real talk about mental health issues, including trauma, depression, anxiety, personality disorders, and much, much more. I hope that you'll enjoy the show. Let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone, and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today, we are talking about nonviolent communication. And nonviolent communication is an important part of fair fighting. So many people never learned how to handle conflict, how to get into a healthy argument, how to have a healthy disagreement without calling names, without going into a rage, without taking things personally, without attacking the other person or belittling someone. We really learn how to manage conflict by how we were taught in our house of origin, where we grew up, from our caretakers, from the people around us. And if we never really learned how to deal with conflict in a healthy way, then we often attack or we often retreat or we avoid conflict completely. So it's important to be able to fair fight. It's important to be able to own your feelings. It's important to get your point across, especially if you want healthy relationships, healthy relationships in romance, healthy relationship with friends, with family, healthy relationships at your job, with your boss, with your fellow employees, with people underneath you. Being able to handle conflict is a skill set that is so vital to our healthy relationships that it's important to learn this idea of nonviolent communication. And nonviolent communication is owning how you feel so you are not attacking someone. If you're attacking someone and saying, you always do this and you are that and you do this and you're this and you promised that and you didn't do this, that is being on the offensive. And when you are on the offensive, it puts the other person on the defensive. And it makes it so they don't want to listen to you because you're attacking them, or they might attack you back. And nothing really gets resolved when both people are attacking each other. And no one's really listening. No one's speaking truthfully, honestly, and sincerely in a way that could be heard by the other person. So Nonviolent communication is owning how you feel by using I statements. You own your own feelings. You talk about how you feel and you talk about how the situation made you feel and how you viewed the situation because we all have our own perspectives. We have our own ways of seeing things and it's important to share how you saw a situation because if you can share how you viewed something The other person might not even had a clue that's how you saw it. And then you have actually a healthy interaction around this conflict. But if you're not able to speak up, if you're not able to own how you feel, if you're not able to speak your truth, then you'll never be heard and the conflict will never be resolved. You'll either spend your time avoiding that person and avoiding that conflict, or you'll spend your time being angry and upset by something that could have been resolved very easily by owning how you feel. So using I statements are are sentences like, I feel like this when you did that, I felt like that, I felt angry, I felt sad, I felt hurt, I felt betrayed. Owning your feelings so you can explain the situation. There is a form of using 
nonviolent communication, which is very simple and very easy. And it sounds almost too simple and too easy, but it's an important piece in fair fighting. If you really care about a relationship and you really want a relationship to last and to get past this conflict, using this nonviolent form of communication is important. And you can go back and forth. You can use yours and the partner can do theirs and you go back and forth with this form. And I'm going to share that form with you in just a moment. But being able to speak your truth is so vital. And they say, speak your truth even if your voice shakes. And we have to speak up for ourselves. No one can read your mind. No one knows how you feel about a certain situation. You may think they should know, but not everyone knows. Everyone's looking at life from their own perspective, and they're looking at this conflict from their own interaction with it. And your interaction and theirs may be very, very different. So unless you speak your truth, you're always going to be silent. You're going to feel unheard. You're going to feel a separate from that other person and the anger could build up, resentment could build up, and it could have been simply resolved with this form of nonviolent communication. So this is how it works. You say the I statement and let's use a specific example. So let's say you have a roommate and you and your roommate moved into this apartment and you both decided that you're going to split everything. You're going to split the rent and you're also going to split all the chores. And you even have on a whiteboard all the chores you're going to do and all the chores that person's going to do. And you made this agreement. So months pass and this roommate of yours is not doing any of their chores. The house is a mess. They're not pulling their weight. And you can tolerate it or you can deal with it. So we're going to deal with it. So we're going to take this frustration that you're feeling at your roommate and put it in the form of nonviolent communication. So the first sentence would be owning how you feel. I feel frustrated and disrespected. And then the second sentence is when you. So you explain when that person does what they do, you feel disrespected and frustrated. So you would say, I feel frustrated and disrespected when you don't pull your weight and do the chores like you promised. The third line would be because, and you explain why you feel that way. I feel frustrated and disrespected when you don't pull your weight and do all your half of the chores because this is a promise that we made to each other and we're both paying equal rent but I'm doing more chores than you are. And then the last part of the nonviolent communication would be making a request. So you say I feel frustrated and disrespected when you don't do your part of the chores because we're paying equal rent but I'm doing more work around the house than you are. Would you mind looking at the whiteboard and doing your half of the chores and pulling your weight? That's it. There's four sentences. I feel, second line, when you, third, because, and fourth, would you mind? And you can write that down so you can practice that and put it into form for whoever you're in conflict with. And it helps you to be able to be very clear about your thoughts, very rational about your thoughts, and no one can argue with how you feel when you're talking in this way. 
So one other thing I want to add when you're doing nonviolent communication is you have to do it when it, the heat isn't built up, when there's no rage, when there's no anger, heightened emotion. You want to do it when both parties are calm and both parties can hear each other. So you may need to plan a time to sit and have this conversation so you can speak your truth clearly. And I would even bring in my piece of paper that has my four sentences on it so I don't get, get at a loss for words. Sometimes we get nervous in conflict and we might not remember what we want to say. So you can just read it right off your paper. And you can even encourage your partner, your friend, your coworker to do the same so they can share how they're feeling. So let's do another one. So imagine you're in a relationship and your partner is texting an ex and you're really upset about it. So how do you manage this conflict? So here's our nonviolent communication form. Number one, I feel. I feel betrayed and less than when you text your ex because I feel like you may still have feelings for them and you don't have the same feelings for me. Would you mind explaining why you're doing it? Or would you mind not doing that anymore? Would you mind ending that relationship because we are in our own relationship? You can make your request. So you put this in form, so you're owning how you feel, you're saying it rationally and clearly, you're explaining why you feel the way you feel, and then you make a request. So here's the other side of nonviolent communication. Once you make the request, you leave it in the other person's hands, whether they're going to honor your request or not. So in the situation of the roommate, if you make the request of the roommate and say, would you mind doing your half of the chores? Your roommate may say, oh my gosh, I've been so busy with school and with work that I totally forgot that I was supposed to do my half and I've just been in my own head. So I apologize and I will definitely start pulling my weight. That could be a great response to your nonviolent communication request. And then the problem is solved. However, the roommate might say, I am never doing any chores. I only said that I would do chores so I could move in because I needed a place to live and this was cheap rent, so I am never going to do those chores. When that happens and the person blatantly tells you they're not going to honor your request, you have to decide what you're going to tolerate. Are you going to tolerate this person not pulling their weight Maybe you might want to move out. Maybe you want to get a new roommate. Am I going to tolerate this? Am I going to take this? And in some situations, you may have to, if you're stuck in an apartment with this person, you might have to tolerate it for the next 6, 9, 12 months, and then know that you won't be in an apartment with this person ever again. Or if you're able to move out or they're able to move out, then you can do that as well. But whatever, however that works, you have to figure out how you're going to manage it if they refuse to honor your request. Let's talk about the relationship with the person texting the ex. When you make the request, the 
your partner might tell you, oh, I was only texting them because they had a death in the family or they were asking about a job or they were asking some information. It wasn't anything romantic. It was just something um, that we were just talking about and it's not a big deal and I will stop. And they honor your request. Or they might say, no, I really don't want to stop texting that person. That person is close to me. They've been in my life for a long time. They're always going to be in my life. And then you have to decide what you're going to tolerate. So you might be okay with that and say, well, they were honest and they told me about it and we talked about it and it was fine. Or you might not be able to handle knowing that your partner is still involved with the ex. So you might not want to stay in that relationship. You might need to change that relationship. So when you make a request of someone, they are allowed to honor it or not honor it. And that's their choice. And then you decide what you want to tolerate. And so the situation could get resolved very easily. Or you might have a challenge now because this person isn't respecting your request and now you're at a loss because you have to change something or accept bad behavior. So that comes back to you. But the most important part of all this is you spoke your truth, you spoke your mind, and now you know where you stand. Instead of living in the dark and living in your ruminating thoughts and wondering, doesn't this person know they're supposed to clean the house? Doesn't this person know they shouldn't text their ex? Doesn't this person know this and know that? They should know this. Why don't they know I'm upset? Because they're living in their own world. They're not living in your mind. So they don't know how you feel until you speak your truth. So it's important for you to speak your truth, even if your voice shakes, and do it when you're calm quiet, you have the attention of the other person, nobody's under the influence of any kind of alcohol or drugs or anything like that, you're level-headed, you're clear-minded, you made time for this meeting, no one's rushing back or rushing out of it, they don't have to be somewhere, you made time for this meeting and you were able to speak your truth clearly. And now you know where you stand. You may like it, it maybe a great resolution to the problem and you guys worked it out, Or now you have a new problem because this person you realize does not respect you and is not respecting your request. So then you have a new decision to make. And that will be another podcast down the road. But for today, I want you to practice nonviolent communication. I want you to practice owning how you feel, owning your own emotions. I want you to practice explaining why that you feel this way. I want you to make a request of that person so they honor and respect your feelings and your wishes, or at least you give them the opportunity to do so. Nonviolent communication is for your benefit. It's for you to be able to express yourself in a clear, rational way that makes sense. You own your feelings. You're not attacking another person. You're not name calling. You're not belittling someone. You're owning how you feel. You explain why you feel that way and you request a behavior change. And then you leave it on the other person to hopefully do the right thing. And if not, then we go from there and make a new decision about what you need to do with your life and what you will tolerate. But owning how you feel and speaking your truth is so important to your mental health, your physical health, your immune system. Speak your truth. 
And it's so important and do it when you're calm, cool and collected, you've had time to think about it. You can even run um, your little form of I feel when you because would you mind that whole form with a friend and ask them what they think before you run it past this person. So you have some support and make sure you word it in a way that is kind and thoughtful, respectful, because that's who you are. And hopefully it will fall on ears that are just as kind, thoughtful, and respectful. And then your conflict is resolved. Nonviolent communication is for you to have your voice heard and hopefully have your needs met. Thank you for joining me on You Are Not For Everyone podcast. I hope you're enjoying the podcast and that you will consider supporting the show in a few different ways. You can share it with friends, you can write a review, or you can quote unquote buy me a coffee. Go down to the episode description and click the link support the show and you can support us financially and just share it. Tell everyone you know, stay well, be healthy, and I'll see you next time.